gonna we're gonna head into this slowly because there's no need to rush. Um, By the way, I have to leave at seven. <laughs> right, we gotta do what we gotta do. Um, Just put your fast forward speed to four times and let's go. Okay, uh, we're gonna start with Lucy. Um, uh, I'm sure you remember where you are. God damn um, dragon! Just, just, for, just for real fast, you got uh, picked up. I got catnapped. In the field by an eight-year-old um, who then started to tell you all of her favorite things. Uh, and also that she had a giant dog? Something called Rex. And now you're looking at... Rex. Uh, Rex. <laughs> uh, it is a... So the room that you're in, it's very... A hollowed out stone cavey. It it really uh, has more of a uh, I want to say a Skyrim Oblivion kind of vibe. Um, Michael, what's that vibe? What right. Skyrim Oblivion vibe? Just imagine any cave room. Oh, you there's could, doorways. Oh, you just no mean doors. Skyrim vibe? Yeah. Okay. I just prefer <clears throat> Oblivion. I've only played Elder Scrolls. Oh, okay. I uh, I played I played Morrowind. On the, <laughs> I played Morrowind on the Xbox. Kitty. So, <laughs> what's wrong, Mike? Elder Scrolls encompasses all of them. I, I no, very sure that wasn't the case. I played Skyrim, Elder Scrolls. <laughs> Is that him? Is that Skyrim, Elder Scroll? Oh, that's the guy who's finally awake. You think you name your character? No, you're Skyrim Elder Scroll. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Um, uh, the room itself, it, essentially, it kind of looks like a packed clay and stone sort of uh, dome-like entry. Um, just roughly made with what might be a bit of a tunnel with more stairs going in the distance about parallel from where you are. Um, and in the middle is a dragon, definitely a dragon, um, a with dog. sleek, sleek black scales um, curled up a little bit, um, resting its head within its feet and its tail around itself. And it is almost this whole size of this room. Um, so when you come in and you notice it and you see it gently kind of like expand and, you know, withdraw breathe. as it breathes. <laughs> no, it expand and withdraw. But as, as you watch it breathe, you see the tips of these very large, probably about as large as the dragon itself, um, spiked wings that gently just touch and flutter the roof that is how massive this uh this thing has gotten and in the middle of it right where that head is tucked um there's a, a bundle of something it looks like soft blankets um but you can't quite see anything else um in the blankets themselves uh there is also a circle around the dragon with lines that indicate there may be some sort of uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say maybe a ritual circle that's usually what those are 
Um, and it glows with a gentle kind of, uh, uh, like a, a gentle throbbing purple. Um, nothing bright. Uh, and, uh, yeah, uh, Olivia holds you out, and then she just kind of, like, she waits there, she's like, what do you think? Ah. Yeah, I know, right? Um, she says, uh, uh, well, and she just kind of, like, she, she, she pulls back, she holds you again, she's like, hmm, I kind of wanted to show you my sister, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to get to her, um, she says, maybe if I just, you hear, um, the other set of stairs, there's a voice, um, that sounds a little bit like Elizabeth, uh, and it's coming from, uh, coming from a little bit farther up the stairs, and you just hear her go, Darling, you were supposed to be uh, getting ready for your next class. Have you come down to see Isabel again? And Olivia's like, Yeah, I just wanted to check on her and check on Rex. And she's like, You know, I said he wasn't... Her, you know, oh, sorry. I forgot. What the fuck is the dragon's... What? Yeah, I was gonna say... Uh... uh She's called back down, just, Olivia, its name isn't Rex. Olivia's like, yeah, it's a hard name. So I, I, call, I called it Rex. Um, Olivia says, anyways, I'm going to be right back up. It'll be okay. Um, we all can't like, be Thaumelgagen. <laughs> <laughs> and she, um, she, she, she puts her head down close to you and she whispers to you. She's just like, okay, my mom doesn't like cats. So we gotta, we gotta pretend you didn't see this, okay? Huh. I'll show you my sister later. Um, and she's gonna, uh, she's gonna, she's gonna put you down. She's like, okay, go back up the stairs the other way. Runs off. All right. Um, once you get out of earshot, uh, you can hear uh, a little bit of just like a small, like, scramble as Olivia goes and gets her things ready. Um, but uh, you are uh, able to get about halfway up the stairs, I would say, before <laughs> I need you to make me a uh, plus cool roll. I'm, I'm not a cool dude. I like the cat dice more right now. Yeah. Because of the character I'm playing. Oh, uh, yeah. I'll be damned. It's a nine. Unless... And let play out. Okay, so. So many stairs. I'm so little. Would you rather. I love these questions. Would you rather get out and be seen or have trouble getting out but stay hidden? That's a good question. Um. I'm gonna say have trouble. Okay, so that would be have trouble getting out but remain hidden? Yeah, I can get out. Okay. So, when you um when you get up the stairs, you probably feel it before you hear it, which is this ripple in the air. Um, it's kind of a reverberation, similar to what you had felt initially when you had gone through the cave in the hill, 
Uh, but this one heals um, one less of an intensity and two a little bit more controlled. Um, That's both good but bad. Yeah. Good, it's not as heavy. Bad, you can kind of feel it like it's heavier on the top of your body than it is closer to your feet. Uh, you feel that pressure at the same time that you notice that there is a small, uh, just <clears throat> barely cat-sized little, uh, not hole, Worthy like opponent. not a hall, but just a little hidey space um, presenting itself to you uh, if you would like to hide. It's like fate. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy, and you get you get you get in if you go into. That I make hole, myself slightly smaller, and I go in because go. it says any living form I oh, desire within reasonable smaller. size. If I want to be a cat, but then go to kitten size, I can. Well, there you go. Um, uh, you shrink yourself just enough so that the shadow of the hole crosses over you completely, just in time to hear the sound of two. Uh, I want to say witches. It, not heavy, but sharp, uh, a set of clacking heels that go up the stone stairs and then pause on the same, like, longer stair that you had stopped on so that you can see um, longer dress. It flows a little bit. And you can see that this is most likely the robes of Elizabeth. She's got something on her back. You can only see from the knees down. So it looks like, it looks like she's got something strapped to her back, but she, she takes that second. You're not sure what she's doing, you can't see her face. And then those feet start clacking again and she goes back up the stairs. She a <laughs> <laughs> um, she goes back. She goes back up the stairs and you wait until you can't hear her anymore. Uh, and she's gone. Uh, funny thing that happens, you get up those stairs. I have to, I have to get back to my normal size because I, cause kitten size makes it so much harder, so I gotta go cat size. You you go up one stair. Roll me another act under pressure. Under pressure. This one ain't gonna go so well according to my results. Hmm. Hmm. Two. Where's my pencil? Um, I need to mark an experience. You do need to mark an experience. Um, that pressure that had originally came in from the top of your body uh, that lessened towards your feet, um, when you go to move to that second stair, it feels like you are moving through a very heavily packed gelatin. Like you, not quite like you've been hit with an airbag, but it is enough pressure that you are <coughs> aware that you would not even be able to clear the next two set of stairs um and you know how you know there were a lot of stairs that olivia brought you down you also well i'm gonna let you discover this when the time comes <laughs> but for right now you cannot leave go up the stair there's too much pressure on your body every time you try to ascend this bullshit again <laughs> Never had to deal with this. <laughs> we haven't had to deal with this since before the recording. Actually, no. This is this is slightly different because this is not killing me. I just can't go up. And something else, but I it isn't relevant to bring it up it's yet. It's not killing me yet. 
I'm gonna go back in the hole and wait and think about my next course of action. Okay, yeah, fair. Because I can't, I shouldn't follow her. Um, going back down relieves the pressure, and since you're only going back down that one stair, that's that's all, what's up. These fucking bitches made that stupid system. <laughs> here. <laughs> Isabel took one good thing with her. And then it got used by the government. And when it wasn't being used by the government, it was being used by her evil mother. Okay. So I should either hide in the hole, or head back down the stairs, and follow Elizabeth because she had something on the back and I want to see what it is. Uh, Elizabeth went up the stairs. Oh, yeah, no, in that case, fuck that. Because if that dragon wakes up, then I don't want him to be seen. Okay. So, hiding in the same room is bad. What? Uh, no, you don't have the vibe check. I don't. Okay. Then I'll give you one more roll. Just for the sake of having it. Um, roll me a plus weird for history of dragons. Twelve. Alright. Goddamn. So... I will give Lucy what I do know because um, it really does depend on whether or not that's actually a dragon. Terminology gets a little fuzzy. Also, the Feywild is dormant, though the the lands that like oh sure, dragons, fey creatures. It it's not quite. That's the problem with um, existing within a space such as what you would call like. Land. Um, it was already hard enough to get the agreement that you got to get you out and into the human world. Um, there are a couple known types of dragons. One of them exists in more of a shadowy kind of form. They're usually only dragons in shape only. But what right. they actually are are manifestations of emotion. Um... Not every manifestation of emotion turns into a dragon. That's usually the final form. Um, there have been emotional manifestations that have turned into other objects. The only thing they seem to not be able to turn into so far is people, but that remains to be seen. <laughs> Imagine um, dragons. <laughs> never gets old. I kind of, I kind of want to talk to the dragon. Um, second kind. Uh, this is kind of funny considering what I just said. If a human is super cool with it, it's not impossible to make more dragons with humans. And then those children wouldn't be like, uh, what's the term for it? Go on. Uh, not like dragonborn. It would be more Half like dragon? your. It would be more like your average werewolf. You would wear dragon. It it would be a wear dragon. So like Fuck that. dragons that look like dragons that aren't actually full dragons, um, but that severely looked down upon, um, if only because it's extremely dangerous. 
and, you know, probably some wizard somewhere went too far, and then all of wizard society got uppity about it because they killed several hundred thousands of people. You sound like the wizard who did it. So, you know, like, people just can't have children with dragons anymore. Legally. Our society. (laughs) Uh, Legally. But it's, you know that that's something that can happen if only because the one thing that the Feylands is good for is the best gossip you've ever heard. There is no gossip in the Feyland that you cannot find. Like, you, you, Lucy herself probably has heard everything. That's, uh, that's what you know. There's shadow creature dragons, and then there's dragons that are technically actually humans but then biggest question uh, remains to be seen um I can you don't know any stories of actual dragons i can turn were dragons back into people <laughs> the concept of a, a werewolf at least makes some amount of sense in that it's lycanthropy like it's a curse um this implies that at some point there were dragons or there was at least one really rizzed up dragon um but actual dragons not even in the Feylands. he had he, that guy had the squint and the sheesh and the underbite like <laughs> maybe one of the only things that like if you were to ask somebody like okay don't ask Lord Oberon questions uh, just don't talk to him but like anybody else like the Fae the Fae love dumb tricks and funny stories so if you were like what about dragons I'd be like well that's silly where did you get these from again? Michaels. Please lit the candle, Michael. Bruh. Good work, Mike. High it's five. a new wick. John Wick. <laughs> Yo, is Lucy actually gonna die? Because <laughs> I can give you John Wick. <laughs> she come right down the stairs. Can I have the death list if that's the case? <laughs> Where's my fucking cat? <laughs> I swear to God. Margaret has unlocked a new class, John Wick. Until until this mystery ends, Margaret will not be able to die and will always roll 12. Oh, fuck, fuck, fuck <laughs> I, the fucking idea, just like Elizabeth with all of her magic, and it's just like, all right, fight me with her. It's like, oh no, we're not using magic. <laughs> all her magic, Margaret, uh-uh, pulls out a pen. <laughs> oh no. Um... That's what you, uh, that's the information that you get, Lucy. Every part of me wants to do the dumb thing, which is go talk to the dragon. <laughs> Every bone in my body. Well, sit, sit with, uh, sit with that for a little bit. Um, moving back over. This, we were yeah, un- this will give me time to think. Yeah, we were under the pier. Mm-hmm. Um... Margaret had just tried to send out like a, a chirping sound and had it thrown back. So that's where we are in that moment. Um, and there is that small moment of silence and of processing. And I'd say probably just Scott like asking like, has that ever happened before? No, that it should, it should never happen. And I imagine the claw was magical in nature. Yes, it's, um, it's, when I call to her, I am 
connecting directly to our personal bond. It's like a it's like a direct feed straight to straight from her soul to mine. I wonder what would be powerful enough to block that. Whatever it is, uh, I think we found something that we really shouldn't be messing around with, but we need to get to the bottom of it. Um, Scott, Scott will chime in. Um, I, I definitely agree. Um, first priority should probably be finding her and knowing Lucy. She's probably put herself right in the middle of who we need to find in the first place. And then you notice something. Eh. Can you roll me a plus sharp? Because I'm going to tell you what you see. Um, don't tell me what it is yet. Is that cocked? Yes. Reroll it. Okay. And reroll it because it's a one. Okay. Is it still a one? No. Okay. Okay. Don't tell me yet. Um, you see he looks at something behind you, looks back, very quick glance. Um, not everybody makes complete eye contact when they talk to people, apparently. Um, couldn't be me. But he then looks back at you and you can see just a little bead of like sweat forming underneath his like hairline towards where his ear and kind of like the end of his sideburns are um and he uh he just kind of like pats down his coat not not over um what did you get on your roll 10 10 mm -hmm. um the other thing that you hear is someone coming down the sand a hill um it with steps that are like kind of a huff not a run specifically those kind of heavy lotty footsteps that you you sometimes get from people who have never felt like uh who have never felt excluded and have felt like they were always entitled to be in whatever space they were in uh not just entitled but welcomed and appreciated um uh, and you can hear a little bit of his, like, just a li little bit of his heavier breathing uh, as he comes down the stairs. Um, and I'll roll for, uh, I'll roll for Margaret. Just, just for funsies, because I imagine Scott's the one that's facing the rest of the beach, and you guys are kind of, like, facing not the entire way, but just so happen to not be facing directly in that direction. Oh, purple does. Purple dice time. If, the, if, if this roll fucks up, I'm killing Walter. <laughs> yeah! Thank God she's got. Hold a, on, I got this. No, no, no. No, I'm telling him. She's got a plus three to sharp. You fucked up the roll. You didn't fuck up the whole thing. That's fair. You did. Could have been worse. Been worse. That's not a failure. That is not a failure. It's actually closer to well, it's not average. What's what's the average of two D? There you go. Well, I texted him. Two D six. Two D six. Um. It's seven, right? I think so. Okay. All right. So it's not that far under. <laughs> you text <laughs> <don't>. him. 
Wait, how did you spell I fucked that? up when I was, was click clacking. D E M N B A S S. Dumbass. Dumbass. I think I got a message. <laughs> oh, I hope it's from Doug. No, it's it's from earlier. Oh. And it's not about him being dead. Okay, well, is it still Doug? <laughs> so, uh, on an eight, uh, Margaret's a little distracted. She, she's kind of focused on the fact that she can't throw a signal out to Lucy. Though, uh, I'll say, like, she tries to throw it out one more time. Uh, and here's, like, it, it hits somebody. Like, it po- moves through it, like a, like a cell phone signal. Um, and they kind of, they kind of curse a little bit. And she hears that. Um, and then it comes right back against her again. And she says, is there someone coming up the hill? Oh God, it's Clint. Um, we should go. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, Mr. Um, Shoemaker, you should probably uh, head out first. Um, but uh, we'll we'll be right behind you. And Scott's like, I can I can just take care of this. And she's like, actually, yeah. Um, Edward, let's see if we can go and figure some of this out. Um, and, uh, you guys are gonna, uh, walk away, because you kind of hear just clink on, hold on, hold on, I have, I have questions for you guys, too, and she's like, yes, but we're super busy, he's like, you guys don't do anything, and she's like, yes, we also don't do anything, but we're very busy not doing anything, so I'll see you, uh, I'll see you later, uh, just clink points back, she's like, he's like, we're not done with what we're talking about, um, but I'm also actually busy, because I do things, so I will see you later. <laughs> yeah, he's a. Uh, I love nepotism. <laughs> well, his sister's name is Elizabeth, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, I love how my brain literally. You can just you yeah. I was gonna say, um, I can just have it to where like you tell Margaret, oh yeah, th- this really weird thing happened. Yes. But there's also a lot of really weird things that have happened on this island. Yeah. The, the two that I can think of the most, like, prominently. Um, the cliff. The cliff. The door. Well, door and cliff, same area. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the hill that had um, the cat walk into, disappear, and then walk out of. Well, sprint out of. Yeah. And both are important. Mm-hmm. I will inform her of both. I will also inform her just in case I'm looking down. And if I would have looked up, I would have saw your grace die without looking up. Hmm. Hmm. Odds are you've been twinkled. Mm-hmm. Okay. You get a weird reaction. You don't get a weird reaction from the hill. The hill, she, you know, she kind of takes that in, says like, you know, it's probably some type of illusory magic, but it, um, it could be a very good lead. Um, the other one, so you said you looked at it and it looked taller? Yes. Instead of the smooth waters that we've seen around the island, it was trotty and jagged stones at the bottom. It takes a second 
and you're not quite sure if it's a second that's happening in reality um, because you almost feel that same kind of um, like that same kind of sensation wash over you as you talk about those cliffs um, lengthening. It's the briefest of seconds. Um, it, it could even be deja vu. But you look at Margaret as she tries to process that and you see just just a little bit of like, well, first of all, her eyes are kind of on focus. And then you see just a little bit of a line right around her, uh, I want to say her right eye. Um, it, it, it's, it stays there for a second. It may even be something similar to crow's feet. And then she pauses. Uh, you can kind of feel the air moving again. Uh, and that feeling of deja vu just it, it lifts itself. Um, and she, um, she blinks a little bit. She shakes her head. And she says, um, I feel like I know what you're talking about. Um, unfortunately, I have only just started to understand exactly how complicated magic is. So uh, it seems like for most of what we're about to do, you may be the expert. My speciality, my speciality is the elements, so I'm not sure if you wanted to be too much help, but I'm doing what I can. How many elements are there? Or how many elements do you work with, Mr. Schumann? Personally, I have a couple up my sleeve. Yeah. You saw me demonstrate one of them in the breakfast room. Oh, that's fair. When this is over, and maybe if I get the chance, I remember in the future, I obviously have a bunch of different questions. We need to move on and do what we're doing. Do you ever think time could be an element? Time magic is extremely risky and dangerous, but yes, it can be manipulated with magic. Um, you, you've had mentors in the past, Mr. Like, you've had mentors in the past, uh, Mr. Shoemaker. Um, so when you see, like, you say, it's dangerous, but it's doable, you see kind of the expected response. Um, young mages can't help but feel incredibly excited at the idea <coughs> of new magic. It's not always powerful magic that they want. Sometimes it is just the the idea of something that very rarely people have done before. So she does kind of have that that energy just a little bit um, before she, she tries to pull herself back in. She remembers uh, Lucy and she says, um, I want to check out the hill, I think. I haven't seen Elizabeth in a while. Norva seen her daughter. If they are moving through anywhere, it'd be more convenient for them to use, you know, regular doors. If this is just a hill, it could be a hill for a car, some sort of vehicle, I don't know, a submarine, a beast. It, it may be better to move that way, as we might be able to hide ourselves, or we would be less likely to see any other people. But it could also be more physically dangerous. That's understandable. Uh, roll me investigate a mystery with a plus one. That's sharks, right? Yeah. Not that you'd know. Ten. 
<laughs> Looks like he got it. He knows. <laughs> so, you you obviously get to the hill. That doesn't take. That's not what takes the roll. Um, it's getting in there that uh, that makes it a little bit more difficult because you, you begin to understand exactly what had come over Lucy when she had went in. There is a very obvious barrier that is trying to push things away. It, it, it's less of a physical resistance when you touch it and more of similar to those same tensions that you had heard of earlier. Um, but this is more concentrated, uh, almost like almost like your ice wall, but less elemental and more metaphysical. Um, fortunately, a wall is still a wall when you are adept enough at magic. So parting that veil takes a little bit of concentration. You are eventually able to figure out how to unravel that fabric and move it aside if only to continue down into this large packed um, dirt tunnel that is, I want to say, about the entryway of, I always compare it to my house, um, I'll say, no, a little bit bigger, 15 feet up, about 20 to 25 feet wide, mostly round though. Um, it's not a dome, not yet. Um, but it continues to stay that size as you guys move down. Uh, there are tracks in the ground. The floor, when you see those tracks, it isn't dirt all the way down. There is heavy, sharp stone that some of the deeper parts of that track cut down into. And on a 10, I'll go ahead and say that um, based on how this, how this tunnel is set up, you don't think that these tracks are very recent. They're not fossils. They're not new either. Um, and obviously, as you go down, although you do not feel the effects of that tension that you had dispersed earlier, you are always ever present that it is there. It really does cloud the air. Fortunate enough to, you know, not have magic be visible, but it, it, it isn't great. And you really only get about, you part the veil, get in there you get about a couple steps in there um and uh actually scott catches up back with the rest of you uh and uh he he's huffing and puffing a little bit he says uh i'm sorry i uh i got i, I got it done um let's uh let let let's let's go on i uh i'm good i'm fine <laughs> Barger's standing there like is it, is it the running? He's like, no, yeah, it's it's mostly the running. He's pale a little bit. It would make sense if he saw you guys enter the hill, because otherwise it's just a fucking grass hill, um, and, which means he probably wasn't very far behind. But if he was, uh, if he wasn't very far behind, uh, there's no need for him to be breathing that heavy, unless it is hard for him as a 37-year-old man. To, to walk a little bit. I would imagine Mr. Shoemaker has that good intuition of knowing when things are just a little bit suspicious. 
kind of sus. Sounds like very sus. And you guys are, I assume, going to proceed down the hall. Um, there is a giant shift in energy. You feel it going down. Um, it's almost like the, the tension that you were experiencing, it's not gone. But there's more behind you than there is in front of you. And it's, it's rather dramatic. Um, it's hard not to make a force field kind of analogy when there is such a blatant separation of magic. Um, there's something very old at whatever's at the bottom of here. It's so old, it becomes hard to quantify it. There are no good and evil magics within the universe. That being said... This is pretty evil. <laughs> assholes have their types. This is just old. Um, which can always be hard to pin down. It also sounds, for the most part, idle. Uh, not, well, actually, stable, even. Um, much different in the sort of simmering kind of, um, energy that crackles within, uh, the earlier barriers and surrounding a room and surrounding, actually, the people that you have been trying to help investigate. This is just ancient sleeping magic. How you react to that is up to you. But uh, since we're talking about it, uh, Lucy, you've never met a real dragon. You've never met a dragon, period, but a real one? I've never met a real boy. Maybe I should go talk to him. Maybe you should go talk to him. I think I'm going to go talk to him. All right. I've got this. Okay. As long as the witches aren't down there. Fortunately, walking up the stairs isn't possible. Walking, down, just Walking fine. down the stairs is no problem. Nobody gonna break my stride. Gonna, Nobody gonna slow me down. Oh wait, I forgot I'm something up the stairs. <laughs> this voice is hurting my stride. The wall is holding me down. Help me. <laughs> I've got to keep on moving. Spinal compression. <laughs> Not another one. We already have have two members of the party whose backs are killing them. That's me and Margaret. Let's do it again. Don't get me another character. Everyone's backs are getting blown out in this campaign or I'm ending it. No! Even the... <laughs> <laughs> oh, alright. I'll, I'll get better. 57. This is so I don't accidentally uh, leave uh, bits in the recording without deciding whether or not I really wanted them. Before you make a soundbite. Before I, well, also soundbite. I hope you just have one thing, which is the blueberry wheel of soundbites that you don't There's put so on. There's so many. Um, so you're going, you're going down. Um, you come back down. Uh, everything is as you saw it before, although uh, it's a little bit different not being held by Olivia. Because it's even bigger. Just by perspective. Um, hey, you're also, like... I can be big. You're a creature. Yeah. 
I can understand it. I can understand all creatures. Understand all creatures. This one's apparently snoozing, from what you can tell. <laughs> no. <laughs> Do you think of that dumb? I don't know what to expect. <laughs> <laughs> First, I want to do a good old walk around it. See, okay. see everything. Okay. Um, it's honestly a beautiful dragon. Um, it's hard to tell age with um, dragons when you've never seen one before. And everything you've heard of about them is mostly oral lore. No, nothing's written down about them. But they don't like to write things down. They like they're immortal. They just tell other people, and it's one giant game of lore telephone. Now I should probably point out, I'm not dumb enough to smack this thing. Yeah. I'm not not dumb enough to wake it up. That's fair. <laughs> well, there's books. because what if it's a good dragon? It can explain to me what's going on. There are possi- possibly ways to do that. Would you like to investigate how to wake it up? Yeah. Okay. Does not mean you... I this know. role does not mean you wake it up, so but you don't have it, to it, worry about hard consequences. It means maybe I know how to wake it up. Maybe you know how to wake it up. Hmm. 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 <laughs> Thinking about it. Don't you have luck points still? I do, but again, I only have three. Cody, but I don't know if we're going to bring this guy back for another session. Hmm. Why are we getting food here? <laughs> Alright, guess we'll use, use a luck point on her. Okay. Alright. That means I get to do the coolest stuff. Alright. <sighs> so using a luck point. Um, when you're down here. Uh, something kind of interesting happens. Which is, you don't find anything in particular um um there's nothing you yeah you, you you move stuff around you see like ooh, there's like this ancient journal over here and it's just filled with like these ancient scrawlings that translate <coughs> to um i'm so dark nobody understands me but like in ye old merlin script <laughs> i hate poems <laughs> i hate poetry yeah. <laughs> um, no, this like like actual I hate old it. English. Thing, I hated it then, and I hate it now. <laughs> Even though it's still then poetry. Um, you do do you know you do knock a couple things off of some tables. You are in cat form. Um, <laughs> nothing breaks. Uh, but you hear <clears throat> while you are looking around for a way to wake this dragon, you hear a sound. It's coming from. The area where the dragon is sleeping. Um, so when you tiptoe around and you see that, oh, the, the dragon itself, like there is a little bit of space actually where it doesn't completely curl in on itself. Um, and, you know, if you made yourself really small, you probably could move in there without disrupting it. Oh, I've got this. There's, it's, Coming from the blankets. Out of the kitchen. <laughs> you, you gonna go in? Yeah. Okay. You 
tiniest fight of my life. <laughs> you, you jump over a couple different, like, you know, a couple claws, move between a wing, um, and you go underneath uh, as actually one of those wings has, like, moved a little bit to partially cover the blankets, but not entirely. Um, you move those blankets aside, and you can see that it is, like, a soft kind of a white, plush baby blanket. And there's a, a child, not quite a newborn, but uh, not much older, uh, just nestled into the rest of these blankets. And it looks like they're kind of waking up a little bit. Are you gonna touch the? Are you gonna touch the baby? Wait, hang on. No, I should do the cat thing first and smell it. And smell it. That's fair. Um, it smells like a baby. Had to make sure. Had if it smelled of sulfur, there'd be a problem. So it, it smells like a baby. I'm gonna nudge it. You okay. nudge it a little bit. You're gonna nudge the baby. Um. Okay, so uh, you, you know how you just how you think about something and then you realize, hey, wait a minute, yeah. <laughs> I just did that. Yeah. Um, you gave that baby a sniff. It smells like baby. Um. No fear. No fear. You you nudge the baby. The baby wakes up, uh, and it kind of just looks at you. And it's still it's still just a baby. Um, but you can kind of hear it just like, like gurgle a little bit, and just you, it's got that big wide-eyed stare that human infants love having. Like you've seen, you've seen baby babies look at you before, but it's kind of, it's fascinating and it's creepy at the same time. Exactly how much babies stare because they're just like gathering information. That's all you do as a child is just enter in sensory stuff. Um, so it, it opens its eyes and uh, it just it stares at you. It's got big, big, beautiful brown eyes. A little bit of little bit of brown hair that's starting to come out a little bit, um, but still really fuzzy. Um, and uh, it kind of like starts to wriggle, and it starts to like try to get out of the blankets so it's kind of like swaddled in um and you can hear kind of a, a rumble just a little bit not like the rumble of a growl but more like the rumble of movement as you feel a couple different muscles underneath uh yourself and underneath the baby uh move just a little bit um and uh the, the baby underneath you um, still still wriggles, but kind of like gets itself comfortable again. Uh, but she is now fully awake. Um, what do you... Uh, hmm. Actually, I wonder if this is enough. Hmm. I'm going to say I'm going to have the baby reach for you. Okay. It wants to pet. Babies do not know how to pet cats. I'm aware. You are not your average cat. Um, she grabs one of your feet. Fortunately, she's not, uh, I don't know, Hercules. So <laughs> she just kind of grabs your foot, and then you don't react the way normal cats do. She's just like... 
Um, because she's small enough, like, it's baby. It's, it doesn't mean harm. Mm-hmm. I am giant killer thing if I have to be. <laughs> With Margaret's permission. Yeah. <laughs> I won't kill a baby unless... If it really comes down to it, I'll blow it up. I'll blow it up if I have to. But every time this baby makes a movement or indicates discomfort, it looks like, um, because it, it isn't a loud baby. Um, really, any sound it makes uh, or any large movement causes a reaction. From the dragon. Albeit small, from the dragon. Is the dragon the baby's emotions? Um, from what you can tell, it looks like it's trying to not placate, but almost like it's a, a living baby carrier. Like like somebody who wants to sleep but has a baby on them, so is just trying to get her to go back to sleep. Um, it, it stirs until she stops wriggling a little bit, and then it just kind of goes back to, to what it was. But its eyes don't open, so it's not completely conscious. And I'm going to have just a couple things happen over with That's fine. Edward and the rest of them. And then I'm going to have something happen with you. Um, so before I move over, though, uh, I want Lucy to make one more roll. And it's a sharp roll. Hard consequences. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a sharp roll. Hard consequences. Mixed. Okay. I got eight. Alright. Um, okay, that'll give me time to think about that. Because I have a decent sharp. Yeah. Uh, Edward. Um, when do you think the last time you went on a really dangerous mission was? Or is that not Edward's style? I imagine it was a while ago. A while you have a amazing sense of intuition when it comes to exactly what you need and what you need to keep yourself safe. Um, so to put your safety on the line in order to protect people, you understand that to, to a certain extent. And you understand like some of what the Department of Energy, at least these two people, want to do. So you're not quite sure, or maybe, you know what, I won't speak for you on specifically this. Um, it's not just Scott that you're suspicious of. <clears throat> Something about, it's not always just the fact that young mages enjoy dangerous magic because it's dangerous and rare. Um, it looks like both of them are kind of awkward. Um, and ever since you mentioned that time magic is dangerous but doable, uh, Margaret's been mostly silent. I need you to roll me two types of rolls. Whichever one is the higher one is what's going to take priority within your stimuli. So basically what you're going to notice more. One of them is a plus sharp, and one of them is a plus weak. Sharp first. Okay. After four. Mm. That's really weird. Okay. That's a fifteen. 
you are in line with the harmony of the universe. And the, uh, the trivial grievances of man don't matter in the wake of there is something ancient sleeping down here that uh, should be... You know how some people sleep like the dead? Like, you could shake them really hard. Like, I had an old dog that did that. Like, he would fall asleep next to me, and every once in a while, like, I'd wake up, and I'd be like, are you breathing? Um, that's how ancient magic should be sleeping. This is right on the cusp of waking up. Um, so that takes the forefront of your mind. You're welcome. Uh, not only that, you're starting to be able to pinpoint other concentrations of magic you don't know who or if it's a who and you don't know exactly where but in certain directions um mostly just other than the big one uh there's another concentration of power uh on this island that's moving smaller uh but uh, it's got a bit of a sharper kind of sense to it um, which in general usually means more dangerous. If there wasn't ancient magic uh, about to wake itself up underneath this island, that other source of sharp, dangerous energy would probably come of the highest priority. But as you get closer in, I think I'm going to have Edward roll lore on... Um, Let's say we're going to roll on, I think, I don't know if we rolled on emotion magic yet. Uh, so let's roll on manifestations. 11. That's what I like to hear. Um, so it's not uncommon for the term element to be kind of vague. Um, uh, although you're a bit more of a traditional kind of like viewpoint on it, if only because it's easier. Um, it, it's not periodic table elements, um, but you are aware of exactly how important it is to be in the right state of mind when using magic. Especially if you are someone who knows that emotions influence magic. If you're someone that doesn't know that emotions influence magic, the worst that can happen is somebody takes their raw, unfiltered energy and shotguns it. Um, the real problem comes from mages who go, oh, I just need to cultivate my emotions and put myself in a stable place of being, and then I could just use magic wherever I want. Because what happens is they go really specific, they fuck it up, or they get upset. Uh, a lot of mages early on, especially the ones that go bad, tend to do exactly that. They think they have their emotions in control, they go too specific too far, or maybe they get too powerful too far, and then there's one fuck up. Um, and a lot of them spiral because of it. Manifestations are one of the more obvious uh, aspects of that. Some manifestations can come from just humanity. That's usually rarer, and it's usually more stable. The concept of a collective fear being put together and put into like a, a cloud-like energy it usually puts itself forth like, like elements of nature. If somebody's afraid of drowning, 
and there is a collective fear of drowning, such as somewhere where tsunamis commonly take place, um, more often than not, you will have manifestations that mimic large waves. Um, same thing for tornadoes. Uh, some things get a little bit more specific. Usually those manifestations become more vague uh, as they just kind of inhabit the areas that people most associate with their fear. Um, airports are a bad one. So there is a second type of manifestation. Um, mages create them when something doesn't work the way they want them to. It is, it's hard to make a manifestation that's positive uh, because ma manifestations that are positive naturally kind of just want to blend in with the rest of magic in general. Um, everything kind of wants to exist with har within harmony of itself. Manifestations are something not working in accordance to what a person wanted um, when it's not based on people that don't know magic. Uh, and what happens is it develops a personality. There is something underneath the island that is being, you want to say, added on to. It's, this is not a mistake. Whereas manifestations are often just an accident uh, and when caught at the right time can be dealt with rather easily. This is a carefully cultivated amount of negative energy that has been added onto and potentially is part of what is disturbing an even deeper archaic thing. Um, which is kind of like if you put two very, I want to say, two elements that are not explosive together, if you put them together, uh, that is when they would create that explosion. Something is agitating it, and what's agitating it may be, in fact, this entire energy, which doesn't make a lot of sense until you consider the fact that that same energy that's agitating this older, purer thing, that same energy is what's concentrated in that small little moving target that seems to be coming back as it was at the edge of the island, and it is now you don't have a location, you have an altitude, moving towards the center again. And, uh, it, I don't know, in the background you hear like a, a little bit of conversation, like uh, Margaret asking Scott if he's okay, and Scott deflecting the question, uh, and her, her just leaving it. Um, but that's, that's what you get. So, you get to the mouth of the cave. You're pretty sure it leads into another area. Problem is, you, Mr. Shoemaker, are pretty aware. You're looking at a wall. It looks like a dead end. You put your hand on this wall. Feels like wall, but there's no other ways to go. So you come up, you come up against this wall and essentially see what looks to be it, the end, the end of the cave, the end of the road. What would you like to do? I give you two options. I can do something now, or I can have something happen 
and I might be able to have you cure some of that. I want to see these magic see on the other side. Sure, that actually works um, for both of the things. Nine. All right, a nine. Would you like to, hmm, you can either pick between seeing and hearing, or you can have it be of a very brief duration. Seeing. Seeing? Okay. All right. Lucy. Ooh. What did you roll again on the, um... Eight. Okay. All right. Um, this is a friendly baby. Um, They're great. You can kind of tell a little bit. Um, it, if only because the face seemed pretty good at identifying children that are probably magical. This baby's got something going on. Um, yeah, dirty diaper. But she, <laughs> she's also <laughs> very calm. Um, considering, uh, but you, um, she, the, the little baby lets go of your paw for a little bit, um, and, and the dragon doesn't really seem too keen on waking up and doing anything, okay. um, but you're able to get down off of the dragon, and there is a, a not a sound, but kind of like a vibration that you can feel. Uh, and you look down and you realize you're touching one of the circles that was within that glowing purple, like, larger ritual circle. Um, uh -oh. And that vibration in your head, it's very slow and drawn out, but it kind of sounds like, it sounds like someone talking to you. Almost like they're talking in their sleep. Uh... And it, um, it tries to reach into, like, the, the best way to say it is probably, like, not to your mind as a physical being, but to you as the bird, as it tries to just, like, form words. Um, whatever, whatever it is, is, uh, tired sounding. The fitness test. Um, but you, um, after a while, you can kind of hear it go, who is this? They're going to try to step off the circle? You step off the circle, you don't hear those vibrations anymore. You step on the circle again. There must be some sort of beast. Oh. <laughs> I'm not hungry, but this is annoying. <laughs> I'm also a dragon, it's true. Don't open your eyes. <laughs> Actually, I'm gonna step on it once more. Okay. Sorry for waking you up. I gotta go. Um <laughs> So you go to you go to leave and there is a uh, a bit of a a wing that comes over slowly and just kind of puts itself in front of the direction you were going to walk in. Uh, you, you can see that the dragon's eyes are still not open. This dragon has broken my stride. It, uh, it, it kind of flutters over back to nudge you in the direction of the circles. 
she goes back. Step on any of the circles. Yeah, because it seems like this is the only way to communicate with it. You, you step on one of the circles. She says, uh, sorry, I'm not good at humor. I don't actually eat physical animals. That's fine. I'm not an animal. Well, uh, well I am an animal at the moment, but I'm not. Okay, are you with the rest of the sheep? I know they get stuck down here sometimes. No, my current form is a cat. Who let you in? Isabel. She called you Max. You mean Olivia? Yeah, Olivia, not Isabel, sorry. Mm. Um, the dragon's gonna uh, rescind the wing. He says, uh, do you know what I am? You're a dragon. That's right. Do you want to know a secret? Well, have you ever seen a dragon before? No, I've heard of them. I know a lot about them. Did you know that they can always tell when people are lying? Then you know I wasn't lying. Okay. Why are you here? Olivia brought me down here. I tried to avoid this place last time. Mm. Now I can't get back up. Oh. Mm. Even though she told me to go back up. That probably means that the other one wants you to stay down here. Ah, she doesn't need it. Huh? Ah, she doesn't need it. She may not know you're here, um, but she may be paranoid. Oh, that's good then. Um, What's not, but... Who's the baby? Oh, this is my granddaughter. Oh. Are you a were-dragon? No, I'm a dragon. Is the baby a dragon? That remains to be seen. She's still too young. Unfortunately, um, I have not been able to see her transform yet. Uh, everyone around her is too he hesitant to let her, so they just insist she's weak. I can't do much in my current state. Um, yeah, you seem really tired. I, I was really tired. Uh, it would be kind of nice to go back to sleep, but there's been a lot of there's been a lot of noise Sorry. around. No, that's okay. Not your fault. Not your fault. It's been a, a long simmering. How many years have you been aware of your existence? A while. <laughs> Instead of thinking about it as a immediate thing, this is more like a, a chronic pain that has been building up for a while that is becoming very hard to ignore. Are you sick? I believe I am injured in a way that is hard to describe to somebody who has only ever existed in a physical form. I, am I can go to the ethereal plane. Oh, how is it? <laughs> I'm, um, I'm, you're I'm, trying I'm to... No, that's all right. Um, I'm sorry, to you. I was interrupting. Yeah. Um, you're trying to get out, right? And mm. you're having trouble with the, uh, the, the pressure, yeah. I imagine. Mm. 
I don't know exactly how she learned how to do it, but if you're very careful, underneath one of my paws is a bit of a, it's a couple years old, but it's a, it's a bit of a scratch. Open it up. Mm. Get yourself just a little bit. Get yourself a little bit of it. You put it on yourself on some degree. You should be able to get up the stairs before it dries. Thank you. I'm sorry that you're going to be in pain then. I'm sorry you're going to be in a little more pain. It, uh, it pales in comparison to everything that's going on. Before, um, before that, um, are you related to the um, women who, who are around here? Mm. Olivia and Elizabeth. Uh, Elizabeth is my daughter. Oh. Olivia is my granddaughter. So is the other one, but it has, it has been so long that I only remember her as when she was born. Yeah, she's the one Olivia wanted me to meet. Well. But, uh, if you are going back up, mm -hmm. uh, be careful. My daughter, since I have went to sleep, has become confident. Although she has her, her father's spirit, and unfortunately this has made her become rather cynical to other people, to humanity, to the concept of balance. And I don't want to say right and wrong, but I certainly don't appreciate her constantly waking me up. Because uh, who you are talking to now and who I become when I am no longer asleep Something that I don't ever want to have to do again. Are you going to wake up if I do that then? Not if, not if you take the blood. It's not the physical pain that hurts me. It is the emotional pain. Oh. What's your name? I'm Lucy. They used to call me Relexar. I believe it was some old... Uh... Some old human language. Uh, I used to just, well, give myself a name. Or if I gave myself a name, it was that common, like, that, uh, that, that old, the old way of naming, where we used to name ourselves after sensations, um, such as that land where it feels as though you can't breathe. Or I, uh, I used to consider myself to be the, uh, the, the feeling of when you've just crested over uh, deep water, and you have hit the air for the first time. Tension? Not quite. Oh no, that's service tension. I'm sorry. That's even. You know, you're actually closer than you might think. I actually do know know that I was actually pretty close. Service tension is right before the water breaks, and I remember it because of the picture I saw. Uh huh. Of someone just coming out of the water, mm -hmm. and in the picture right beneath it, the comment said, "Okay, but what if the water just didn't let go?" 
You can't go anywhere, SpongeBob. I replaced all the glass with rubber. <laughs> Um, actually, it is a rather adept way of describing it, um, the original name being the breaking of a surface tension. Oh, that was close. Very close. I'm very impressed. All right. I'm going to do the thingy then. Mm. One more thing. Mm-hmm. I can't... He, I can't experience much other than what relates to the child so if you if if you want to talk to me you have to step on the circle uh, otherwise I mostly just go back I can't be of much help while I'm asleep and I'm not much help when I'm awake I imagine if you're awake you act you act like how um old how a bunch of people look like dragons in the stories you know angry hmm Except to the kid. I imagine even like that, you still know better. You do see that muscle curl again as she pulls, like, the the baby. You've seen that, Isabel. She pulls Isabel closer into the folds of where her her arms and her stomach kind of meet. And she says, I would never. I know. You seem like a good person. Okay. Good dragon. So, you rolled an eight. That's a mixed success? Yeah. It's a mixed success. Uh, (laughs) you step off of that circle you get to go over to the foot and it looks like it's actually like kind of up a little bit just enough for you to put yourself under there uh get that get that blood no problem i'll say you even get all the way up until you get some on you doesn't matter how well kind of matters how a little bit okay you're just scratching for it Alright, you scratch for it. Well, she can't enter her um, human form. She doesn't really... Changing her form scares her right now. Mm -hmm. Because she has no idea what kind of eyes can watch. So, Edward, you're going to see this at the same time that it happens. First of all... (laughs) First of all... That's a dragon. Mm -hmm. Uh... There's some movement by its paw. It's got a um, bundle of something soft, some soft-looking furs uh, in the middle of where it's at. And there is a shadow inside one of the hall doorways, specifically a doorway that is uh, facing the, I'll say the back, of where a small ginger cat is. Um, and you get to see, because you, you saw, I'll go ahead and say, you you saw that whole interaction, but it was mostly just Lucy, like, touching a baby a little bit, and then, like, trying to communicate, or just putting, touching the ritual circle a bunch, tapping it, slapping the mad button, like those little cats that speak the speaker buttons. And then go over to the foot and start like digging and like looking for something in it. Lucy, you get that, uh, you get that blood. blood. You get it. And you can already feel, because the floor isn't totally even, it, it's minute degree changes, One. but it's still, you, you feel it. You feel that pressure. It's gone. 
Uh, you didn't even realize that you had been holding any tension in your body, but it makes sense if you went lower at any point on this uneven floor, you know, other parts of it would have that pressure on you. Um, and it feels amazing. And then you don't feel any pressure because you are not touching the ground. <laughs> um, Lucy is lifted up by an I'm ascending unknown force very slowly into the air i've been chosen um, by brothers <laughs> <laughs> I... the claw <laughs> but you are lifted straight up into the air and then you get about caves you, you get about a couple feet away from the roof yeah you scramble a little bit um you get a couple feet away from the roof as you have been lifted straight up and you are shot backwards uh, into yeah. an empty doorway uh, as you feel something uh, grab you by the scruff of your neck. And you're like, your gravity comes back down again and you're just being held like a cat. Um, uh, and you hear uh, Elizabeth's voice as she's, as she's got you in one kind of like talons hand. I was wondering why I couldn't find you on the island. <laughs> um, Edward, you, get, <laughs> Edward, you get to see all of that uh, right up until Lucy disappears, disappears out of door. <laughs> you just see me go. Internally, oh, she's not a cat person. You're you're gonna get uh taken somewhere. She's trying to think about what to do. Yeah, you get you get a couple seconds. You don't have that pressure anymore, but I don't think that matters. You are going up. Um, but uh, Edward, you are still with Scott and Margaret on the other side of that wall. Um, what do you want to do? The first thing I'm going to do is say, uh, Lucy's taken. Well, over there? In there? There's also a dragon. <laughs> a to Did the dragon take her? No. I think she could take the dragon. Well, <laughs> dragon's sleeping. Dragon's sleeping. Who took her? I think she could take a dragon. Flew out. Um, uh, it's probably Scott that, like, does have that kind of, like, just a little bit of, like, being shaken from his own personal panic, and he's just like, ah, oh, shit, oh, fuck. Um, but it, it is, um, it is Margaret who has a more, uh, stern kind of serious face, and she says, um, is this wall thick, do you think? An elemental magician, I would say you have a, a decent sense of uh, how thick it would be. It's not enough for your average person to shoulder through. However, it's not very thick either. Um, a decent, 
a, a decent hit from something. If you guys weren't magical, I'd say a car. But nobody brought cars to the island. Oh, uh, Lucy, as you're being carried, you are now aware of what uh, Elizabeth Sr. had on her back. Which um, is? Uh, a giant claymore. She now has it in her hand. Uh, the other one that isn't holding you. Am I to assume she knows that I'm not just a cat now, at least? Um, I mean, if that's what you think as a person, I'm gonna let you have that intuition. I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let you think, oh, she thinks I'm not a cat. Because to be fair. I'm not, but still. I mean. I can kill two birds with one stone. She seems pretty okay killing a cat. Even if she thought you were a cat. Well, yeah, but the question is, if she was just gonna kill him, why didn't she just do it? That's fair. Because if she, maybe there's that small bit that like, oh, well, Olivia likes her, so, yoink. But the way she asked is she said specifically, I was wondering why I didn't see you. Uh, onto Even's coder. Even. Uh-oh. It's hard to tell. You think this may just be somebody that doesn't really have a, a big taste for cats? I will say... The way you're being picked up isn't, it's not great, but it's not painful either. Like you're, you're being, you're being carried, it sucks, you know, because only mother cats really do that to kittens. Yeah. But it's not, like, it's, it's not clumsy. You're not being hurt. You're just being rough handled. <laughs> and most cats would draw the line there. Hmm, guess I should slight. Actually, no. That might be the only reason she's not hurting me is because I'm being calmer than most cats. Yeah. I was going to say, perhaps I should act more like a normal cat. And I'm like, wait, no, that might be why I'm not hurt. <laughs> Acts like a normal cat. That's why that might be currently in a more acceptable position than a normal cat. I usually hate cats, but this one is... Uh... This one's not annoying. <laughs> um. So, for now, I'm not going to do anything. Oh. You know how we were talking about magic and its connections to emotion and bonds? Mm -hmm. You haven't gotten the chance to see Margaret use any high-level magic or any large, powerful magic the entire time you've been on here. And Mr. Shoemaker has seen enough to know that there's at least one decently sized emotional connection, if not through Lucy, then through Scott, that she has. And... She's getting increasingly more upset and a, a little a little angry. You weren't told she had temper issues. You were just told she got into fights sometimes. Edward turns to Margaret. Hmm. I think you should follow my lead. Let's make a little bit of an explosion. Explosion. Um, uh, she tells uh, Scott to, to hang back, uh, but as she turns around, Scott is already like 40 feet away like, you guys can do it! I believe in you! I wanna be over here though! Um, but yeah, she does, uh, she, she does ready herself. Just, like, hair puffy, fire in her eyes, let's go! Woo! What'd you get? Nine. Alright. 
I got a 12. Hard. I got kidnapped. <laughs> you, Lucy got kidnapped, and uh, very graciously, uh, Mr. Shoemaker has uh, restrained himself just a little bit. I thought you said, and very graciously, Mr. Shoemaker exploded. You, 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 re you restrain yourself enough to uh, let Margaret get out a good deal of excess energy. You get a, Lucy, you get about halfway up the stairs with Elizabeth, and there's an explosion down below. Uh, Shame I can't you, turn my head. No, oh, no you, I can. You get dropped immediately in surprise uh, as you hear uh, Elizabeth shift back around. And uh, uh, I don't even know if she says anything at all. She may just make kind of a, 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 a choked... Uh, surprise sound that has just a little bit of that like indignation just a little bit of a little bit of a growl and then she books it back down the stairs <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna have to come back down these stairs in a minute <laughs> oh yeah let's see who's faster <laughs> I changed all her dice Mother's dice have been doing too which well. One this, which one would this be? Top? Cool? Sharp? I don't know. Act under pressure. Well, probably gonna be her. I don't know what the stats... Oh, wait, I do know what the stats for her are. Alright, she has to beat a nine. Damn. Uh, okay, she is just a little bit faster than you. But, fortunately, that means she doesn't see you. So she doesn't know that you're running back down, this is actually a fun combination of roles because if we had rolled earlier and she had known that you weren't a cat, I don't think she would have dropped you. <laughs> or she would have dropped you on the I sword. was right! It was because I was gentle. <laughs> I was a good cat, which means I was at least acceptable. Which is all you need! <laughs> I live! For now. The ruse. The heist. Um, that's a giant explosion. You run down behind uh, uh, Elizabeth's uh, heels as uh, she readies a... Uh, it's actually kind of beautiful, but it also looks kind of old. It is a definitely a two-handed bronze kind of sword. You guys get into that room. Dragons still sleep. Whatever's inside of the bundle of blankets, though, wakes up. Uh-oh. Uh, and it is a child. You dumb And fucks. it screams. <laughs> yep, that dragon's gonna wake up now. Uh, and there is a, uh, a terrible, slow rumble. And you can hear, uh, over that rumble, the sound of something coming down the stairs. Uh, the same stairs that uh, Lucy had disappeared into. But right now, biggest thing is the fact that dust is starting to come down from the roof onto uh, everybody. And there is that slow... If, if, if Edward were any other type of magician, um, he probably wouldn't notice this immediately. Um, 
the shifting of Earth, similar to what happens right before an earthquake can be felt, um, as it kind of builds. Everything is shaking. You imagine at this depth that the entire island might be shaking. But uh, yeah, uh, Scott rolls in behind the rest of you as you all try to move. Uh, uh, you all try to move into the room and past the rocks that weren't blown away. Uh, not very hard. We have maybe now a minute for everything to play out. The way it's gonna play out is like this. Lucy, you follow quickly behind Elizabeth without her knowing. Uh, basically what this is gonna look like is um, as uh, everybody piles in from the cave hallway yeah. um, and there is a uh, the, the realization that there is not only a dragon but a baby being in the middle of where the dragon is at um, and Edward can hear someone coming down the stairs but I don't know if the rest of them can oh no Margaret can definitely hear somebody coming down the stairs um, Scott's priority is probably going to go to go get the baby because that seems to be the, the thing that has activated his brain no. um, and it's also like he got over the rocks and he did say, well, that's a dragon, but after that, kind of just kept moving towards it. Whoa, that's a dragon. <laughs> that's a dragon. It's got a crying baby. I'm going to grab the baby from the dragon. Is that this a, is going to kill me. Is that a baby? Neuron activated. Um, do I want to do this? No. Am I going to do it? Yeah. Do I look like a cool dude in front of Margaret if I do cool this? Dude. Margaret just thinking about the ways that she's gonna get this little cat killer in her fucking hands. <laughs> I can't wait to look like a cool guy in front of Margaret. I bet she's definitely watching me right now. <laughs> fucking cat pack. <laughs> Margaret strangling the dragon. <laughs> Her when she fucking gets you. At the same at the same time that uh Scott decides to go for that uh bold move, um it is Elizabeth that comes down the stairs and that has that energy that Edward you had picked up on before. And she has got a giant polished bronze sword with a very particular gem in the middle of the handle. And it is not her that is just giving off that energy. It is also concentrated within the gem and the blade itself. Uh, and she looks ready to use it. Uh, and then there's a cat. <laughs> That's fine. Wow. Um, I think we should probably give the first move over to Edward. You already know the situation. Mm -hmm. Biggest things to note, other than the more powerful magics going on, is uh, the process of waking up has essentially begun and although it is possible to placate this these um how it gets placated is a little difficult uh if only because it seems like the tension and the uh the regret has not only been uh, I'll, I'll give this to edward uh, it has not only been uh collecting within um, what may be connected to Elizabeth and potentially that gem, 
it also may be the same thing that's been agitating the dragon. It's a difficult situation. You've got a lot of options in front of you. Well, Lucy, you also have a lot of options in front of you, such as... Blowing him up. Yeah. Just so, like... Well, <laughs> I'm sure there's other options. No, that's a good start. That's a good start. Direct violence? Uh, yes, please. <laughs> I think so. I sure hope it does. So the dragon seems to be a culmination of all the negative emotions in the air. It's at least channeling it. Kind of like a funnel. It just sucks it all in. I was thinking about like f- trying to firebomb the damn gem. Uh, roll to see if you see it. Oh wait, that's a good point. I may not see it. What gem? <laughs> yeah, don't mark an experience, but you don't see it. Wait, what would that be? Hmm? Very oh, important. Oh, I'm gonna what say it's a sharp. Oh, I s- oh eight. Oh eight. Okay. All right. Um. You see it. Okay. I'll say it's big. I see it, but I don't know what it is. You see it, it's big, it's obvious, you don't know it's magical. Nice decoration. You, you, you I don't, I don't know, uh, I don't know if the conclusions are there yet, but, uh, villains love putting dangerous objects right up in front and center in their big smashy things. <laughs> that gem may kill us all. No poof yet. No poof yet. There's a lot of things that could What's the worst that could all. happen? You're waving your death flag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's true. Uh, my only issue is Edward's thought process would be the energy inside would then have to go somewhere. Yes. It's good thinking. It's good just regular, like, didn't even have to roll for that. That's just good, good logicking. Because I didn't think about that. <laughs> Me pretending that I had everything planned. <laughs> of course. You had to open your mouth. Obviously. <laughs> now she has consequences. Yeah, the gem does have to be shattered, though. Okay, alright, we shatter in the gem. Mm-hmm. Alright, so I'm gonna give you an assist. So, um, what this is gonna look like is I'm actually going to have you roll with advantage. This is where you roll like shit. You're isn't rolling it? with advantage, actually. Roll one of the purple dice. Um, because someone's mad. Why am I mad? Why am I mad? Someone's mad, and someone's uh, not looking to use magic right in this moment. So we're gonna have a two. Uh, we're gonna have a twofold attack. She's gonna strangle her. Oh, the cat bites haven't let me down. <laughs> See, yeah, cats are good. They won't let you down. And then that's a thirteen. Oh, just curious. What did I? Oh, I got a five on the purple die. Yeah. So, that's uh, what we're doing with that. Lucy. Hi. Um. In the moment that uh, you guys get in the doorway, um, you can choose to hold your action or do something. Um, and then I will also let you know that people are making moves quickly. Um, I know what I have to do. <laughs> Scott is going after a baby. I'm going after the baby faster. You're going after the baby faster? Yeah. What? Because Ab- I know fantastic. to try to calm it down. Yeah. Oh, no. I just realized. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love, I love 
Scott Callahan's uh, consistent <laughs> accidental characterization of man who tries to help make things so much worse. <laughs> so I was like, why are you doing anything faster? I'm like, oh no, he shouldn't take the baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I operate only on what the characters would do. I don't always operate on whether or not they're good ideas. <laughs> you know what? Take take a take a plus one towards your role uh, for um, uh, getting there faster than Scott Callahan. You, Michael's still gonna get a plus one, just not on this this role. I always take a role to do better than Scott. What is this? Uh, act under pressure. Ten. Hey, that's pretty good. Okay, Edward. Um. This is more of a charging kind of hit, and luckily you don't really have to aim this kind of magic. Uh, you've gotten it to the point where it'll just seek out what you're looking for. So even if she swings that thing around, it's going to find it, especially at this distance. It also helps that uh, almost as quickly as you see um, Lucy dart out from behind Elizabeth to run towards the dragon, Margaret's gonna run in, and instead of using magic, is just gonna go for the straight haymaker, which actually works pretty well. You get the feeling that she, that Elizabeth may have, if she does have armor, it's not your regular kind of armor for regular physical hits. There's a good chance she may not have armor at all. She reels back, um, drops the sword just for a second, uh, long enough for, uh, when it's, when the tip of it hits the ground, that's about when the, uh, the magic that you send out, uh, does it look like anything? Uh, I don't think people perceive physical manifestations of the wind as the magic travels. I, th I was gonna say, I think it's also invisible. So, the tip of the, um, the sword hits the ground, uh, and it almost looks like that impact is what shatters the gem, um, because once it hits the ground, that gem cracks open into several fractures and then just opens as you see this wisp of like a very dark mist, not necessarily smoke, it's got a bit of a different dry ice kind of texture. And uh, Elizabeth uh, pulls back again, uh, just kind of like covering her nose a little bit, because uh, that sent her back like a couple steps, though she didn't fall down. Um, and she goes to uh, reach for that sword again, and I don't think she realizes that the sword, uh, sword's gem has broken yet. Um, Lucy, you, no. you make your way up to the baby first. Um, with Scott just a couple steps behind with his well-meaning, don't worry, we're going to get it to safety. <laughs> what would you, Isabel's still very upset. What would you like to do? Sorry, Scott. <laughs> I'm going to blast in front of Scott. Okay. A, a fireball of sorts. A fireball? Right in front of him. Because this is a blast, mm -hmm. and if he doesn't avoid it, it will do, I think, what is plus, it would do four damage to him. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Which is why I'm doing it in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> now I'll determine. 
a, de a deterrent? It certainly is. Um, did you roll? Uh, not yet, because I was doing it in front of him, not at him. Okay, go ahead. So I didn't know if I had to roll or not yet. This would be my plus weird. And that is... I, my brain struggled for a moment. <laughs> what's, what's six plus three plus three? Nine. No, twelve. Thank you. <laughs> this is this hard. Math is hard. <laughs> math hard. Math hard. Math hard. Twelve. Twelve. Okay. I don't think Scott has to make an avoid to avoid it since I'm specifically not hitting him. Big success. I was gonna roll. Because if I hit him once, he goes unstable. <laughs> I'll save you, baby. No. Uh, but you light up that whole form it is magnificent uh you, you oh no i didn't have to change form oh you didn't have to change form i could do that here's the thing i can only enter my magnificent form with when margaret when margaret tells me to oh but because i took the battle thing i can actually battle deal pass. just as much damage in this form as my other one Picture this: a cat walks up to you. A cat. Small opens cat. Mouth. A small. <laughs> Who <laughs> will win? <laughs> okay, so you. Adult man who wants to look good for woman can't. One. <laughs> Out of context, like it would be the same answer. <laughs> <laughs> who will win? Men who want to look good for woman. Cat. <laughs> You light off a giant fireball, um, and it has the intended effect, uh, but it also, like, completely confuses him, so he, he reels, he, you know, he does do that pedal back, uh, but then he just, like, lifts up his arms, because he can see it's you, he's like, what? What do you want from me? Hey, I'm trying to think of what to say. You could also just ignore him. Yeah, that would be rude. she immediately turns away from Scott. <laughs> And starts, starts trying to make the baby feel better. Okay, alright. By, like, putting a head on, his, on it, purring, mm -hmm. trying to, like, wrap around it and such. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Uh, we're got, I'm actually, before, um, before I describe what happens, uh, I think I'm going to have you roll to do just that. Roll me a, uh, a charm roll. Charm is plus one. And because it's a plus one, it's just enough for a normal success. Hey, there you That's go. That's a ten. That's good. This is going to look a little confusing. Because uh, Elizabeth moves back to grab that sword before it hits the ground. Gem already shattered, though. Um, and she's got one hand covering her nose. Um, definitely got a little bit of blood going down her chin. So she ducks down to avoid any other, like, immediate in that second hits. She grabs the handle. She realizes two things. One, Jem's broken. Oops. So you see that kind of, like, that shock and that uh, indignant kind of rage. And she grips the, the handle of that sword anyways uh, and pulls back. And then... Almost as soon as she's got that sword back up in the air, I'm gonna have her roll. Oh, I just 
regular combat roll. See what this looks like. Two ones. She definitely has a minus one to tough. <laughs> Can she get in just a one? Hmm. What she got? That's a six. With a minus one, that's a six. Yeah! Because she was going to try and... Uh, I imagine hit Margaret, right? Snatch. Which may have worked. Except. Um, except. You see part of her body kind of freeze. Like, like she doesn't understand what's happening. And then you see it move through her eyes and kind of underneath her skin. And you know how I mentioned magic doesn't always need to be seen to be sensed? This, the way that Edward is looking at it, it is so obvious that it is almost visible. Um, it looks like she is being lit on fire from underneath her skin. Specifically, the more the parts of her body that are closer leaned in towards the dragon. As uh, Lucy, you do successfully calm down Isabel, and in calming down Isabel, the rumble stops. Uh, everyone freezes except for Elizabeth. I wonder why. Who still twitching. It's more of a silent agony. Um, but she um, she recovers just in time to get hit again. <laughs> I'm better. <laughs> That's exactly what it sounds like. Oh, that's... Never mind. That, that's Dragon Salt. We're not doing that this time around. Oh, she has so much less help. <laughs> oh, I kept looking at the dragon's HP like, Haha, this isn't going to be that bad, but it is a bit of a doozy. And then I was like, oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, that's oh. not good. <laughs> Margaret killing her with her bare hands. Take my fucking cat again, I swear to God. I do like it too because in um in 2023 like you hear a little bit of it like oh yeah you know she got into a fight with somebody it happens you know you never punch somebody and then 2014 it's like oh yeah I used to have a little bit of a temper problem and 1999 she's just throwing hands with anybody that looks at her the wrong way. <laughs> Did you touch her the child? It was different back then. <laughs> I was angry. <laughs> Um, she's, is Elizabeth is still kicking, but she is, uh, she's, she's more so, she's almost, uh, started to recover from whatever thing caused her to feel that pain in her nerves. Um, and the, the hit isn't good. Her nose is definitely bleeding. Um, this one more so just kind of hit her in the side of the face. Everybody has one quick move that they can do if they want to um, before Elizabeth grabs something from one of her pockets. Hmm. I don't know. I'm kind of busy. That's fair. As much as I really now want to help. And I will if I have to, but... Yeah. I mean, now that Elizabeth is on the ground, Margaret might be able to attempt to, like, subdue her. The problem is it's never good when a villain reaches into their pocket. Mm-hmm. I'm about to blow her up. <laughs> you were having a possibly better idea. Alright, let's go for it. You just had to throw shade at me like that? <laughs> yes. Yeah, be like that? You could have just said, I have a good idea. No, I have a better, <laughs> better idea. idea. Oh, um, you know what? I have an idea that isn't shitty. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I mean, I have an idea that yeah. might result in her. I'm going to turn into a snake and you a boot. <laughs> okay. We're all working together here, guys. What's up? I got a 10. You got a 10? I got a 10. Yeah, what, what were you planning on doing? Yeah. Combat magic. Specifically because of ice having the straining property. So she's going to take two harm and be restrained as an ice lance travels out the end of his staff, safely maneuvers around Margaret, and holds her in place. It will absolutely do what is intended. You said it was four harm? Two. Two. I see what you've done. (laughs) Yeah, I saw. I put up two fingers when I said four. You put up four (laughs) fingers and you said two. I love gully dwarves. <laughs> <laughs> There's one and one and one and one and one and one. Two. <laughs> okay. So, um, she's on the ground already. So what this is going to do, essentially, is she puts her hand in her pocket and takes something out uh, only to have her whole arm kind of just, like, freeze as um, it, almost like a, a stalagmite comes up from, from the ground made of ice and encases her whole arm uh, and just keeps it there. So she is also stuck on the ground. It, whatever it is, it's balled up in her fist, but it appears as though she is uh, subdued. Lucy. Hi. The dragon, it, you see it lull a little bit and then almost like it's, got a chance to expand itself fully in a full lungful of air. You then hear a slow, comfortable sigh before it then curls back into that ritual circle and begins to still. Okay. So it's back and it's... Yeah. It's, 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 it stopped moving as much. And uh, although there was dust and rumbles, that rumble is also... Uh, it's just ceased. There is a moment's reprieve. She's going to... Before I do some bullshit later. <laughs> she's going to try to cover the baby back up quick. Going to... Going to look at everyone. Very lucky that that did not... Uh, and then a uh, very high... anybody. I forgot. I wrote down that this... Um, I wrote it as giant fuck-off sword. Um, but I wrote it as three harm. <laughs> I'm going to speak. In a very high-pitched cat voice. Don't take the baby. <laughs> Don't wake the baby. Oh, okay, okay. I'm sorry. I was trying to help. I saw a ba- Dragons don't raise babies, okay? This one does. Okay. It's its granddaughter. Uh, um, you hear... Her eyes, like, whine for a second. Wait. She looks over at Elizabeth. Can't she turn into a dragon then? Elizabeth says nothing. Elizabeth was gonna say something, and then you said, you said, oh, can't she turn into a dragon? And she just fucking <laughs> nothing. Can you not? Your mom didn't explain that. How did you talk to my mother? I stepped on, I stepped on the circle. And it just worked? Yeah. Incredible. Can you not? She hasn't talked to me in years. 
Have you tried? Cold silence. I mean, it's a very good question. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Uh, where's your own? Where's your other daughter? Not Olivia. Um, Elizabeth is silent. She kind of looks a little defeated. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, it's, uh, it's probably Scott who's like, we need to find a longer term way to restrain Elizabeth, but for right now, is it, if it's completely safe to leave the baby with the dragon? It is. She would never hurt it. Oh, I don't, Lucy, come over here for a second. Uh, so Lucy, uh, Scott's gonna, uh, kneel down. Uh, because, uh, I imagine Margaret's not going to take her eyes off of Elizabeth. And probably neither is Ed, but, you know, just in case they want to ask her any questions. What? Um, Scott, uh, squats down. Says, um, listen. He kind of just, like, lowers his voice a little bit. He says, um, not that I, not that I'm eager to, you know, disrupt anything, but, you know, if Elizabeth has to be detained. Someone's going to have to take care of Isabel and not just keep her safe. But we can't take her either because then Grandma will get very upset. Hang on, this this is ridiculous at the moment. Give me a second. She's going to turn into the human human form. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I'll let her at this entire time. <laughs> Elizabeth heard the cat talk and was like, you're fucking kidding me. And then it turns into a human and she's like, I should have known. <laughs> of course she wasn't a regular cat. Um. This form is easier to talk to you with. Yeah. Um. You, you remember the part about transformation where you don't bring your clothes with you, right? <laughs> she forgot for a moment. This is hilarious. <laughs> Like she was so focused, so she untransformed and kept looking Scott in the eye talking. Weirdo keeps looking at the ceiling. What? <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> he just uh, look at does that does that weird Scott thing. Scott, we're having a serious conversation. You look me in the eyes. <laughs> just call me call me a coward. That's fine. I don't care. Um, somebody. Listen, you talked to the dragon before, right? Mm-hmm. Can you ask her if it's all right if someone takes care of her? Like, maybe, like, we can give, like, collateral, or I don't know where we would put a dragon, but uh, maybe we can work something out. I definitely don't think she should stay underneath a cave in an island in the middle of the Pacific. Oh, yeah. I forgot. One of the reasons she's here is because Elizabeth is scared of her. Uh, <laughs> what? Oh, she may be able to transform into a dragon, too. Oh, my God. Um. Don't worry. It's easy to control transform it. Okay. She she stopped mid-sentence and then went back to cat form. I, Transformations. You just forget certain things. This has been such a long day. 
Um, I'm gonna go step on the cycle. Okay. She said walking away. Um, you step over to the even if it's Scott, she doesn't. Even if it's Scott, she really didn't like that she did that. Nobody likes that that happened. (laughs) She forgot, and I forgot. It's a fucking idea. Just like it happens, and it's just like Scott. It's just like his head, his neck is like at a ninety degree angle as he just. Oh, that's a cool looking ceiling. <laughs> if you get closer to Scott, somehow his back just keeps going more and more backwards. <laughs> so, um, you move over to the ritual circle and you step on one of the circles. Um, and you could hear, uh, like, bat breathing. Yeah. Um, and it sounds like, uh, you might be able to communicate again with, uh, Rex, honestly. Yeah. Saying that whole... Yeah. You awake? Mm, Not yet, but I can talk. Okay, because this is really important. Okay. We may be arresting your daughter. Mm. And if we do that, then... Someone needs to take care of them. And brain trust over there <laughs> wants to know if there's some form of collateral in order for us to take them up mm. and do something with them. Mm. I apologize about the daughter thing, but she did just try to kill us. Yeah, I haven't. We haven't agreed in a very long time. She and Alex, so she's not going to think too much about that. So... She's going to take a, take a little bit of time to think about this. And then she's going to uh, speak again. Uh, and she says, I suppose this was inevitable. And it could have been much worse. You said uh, in insurance? In some form, like a collateral or something. They wouldn't know if there's anything that they could leave behind. You want Scott? <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> I had to do it. Um, can I, can I be completely honest with you? Mm-hmm. A long time ago, I met a human, and I had children, and before I fell asleep and decided to stay asleep, For a long time, I realized that the only thing that ever comforted me and the only thing that I ever really truly enjoyed was kindness and caring and love for another person. If she gets taken and somebody takes care of her, they will truly care for her. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I am asking from one being to another. This is a promise that I need to hear that she will be loved. Okay. 
I promise that we will do everything and we will make sure she is loved. Okay, so, um, the dragon's form is still going to stay asleep, but you will see those arms and legs that were kind of cradling her just gently move aside until the bundle of blankets that has the little wriggling thing in it, um, <laughs> until the bundle of blankets that has Isabel uh, finally settles itself on the ground. Um, and then the ritual circle that had once been glowering with that purple uh, finally uh, it, it pulses a little bit and then it dims entirely until it is just engravings on the ground. And then uh, as you guys go through as well, it, you can kind of see it a little bit bits and pieces if you're looking at the edges of maybe a wing or a claw or something like that slowly the dragon starts to gain a stone-like texture as it begins to go a little bit more rigid though from the breathing it looks like this may just be a different type of dormancy that's good i thought i thought she was dead no just gotta unfossilize her later yeah, but... I'm going to apologize quick. I'm yeah. going to turn back into a human once more. Okay. I'm going to grab the baby. Grab the baby. Grab the baby. <laughs> and take her over to Margaret. Okay. Because I don't want to go near Scott when I'm like this. Uh, Margaret turns uh, turns over to you. Uh, she sees the baby. And it's just, oh, is she, she good? She okay? The condition is she has to be truly loved and cared for. And I promised that we would. Hmm. Okay. Well, that shouldn't be too hard. I tried to ask if she just, if she just wanted Scott, but she said no. But she didn't say no, but it was implied. Okay. Well, um, you could just. Hold her for just one moment. Okay. Uh, Margaret's just gonna kind of like untuck the button down that she has on because she's got an undershirt. Uh, and she's just gonna take that off and give it to you and just like here, give me the give me the baby. Take the take the shirt. It's one of those long ones that tucks, so you should be okay for now. But it's this Scott over in the corner, just like this wall is pretty cool looking. Oh, it's okay. She shrinks a little bit more, so the shirt drapes her a bit more. There you go. Um. Okay. What's up? Get back. Oh, the oh the baby. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Margaret will hand the baby back over to you. Isabel's awake. She's yeah. looking at everything. Yeah. <laughs> Isabel, honestly, other than the explosion, having a good time. I've only known Isabel for a short amount of time. If anything happens, I'll kill everyone in this room and then myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, just everyone in this room, then I would disappear. <laughs> Margaret understands. Yeah. I will say, uh, Elizabeth probably will have kind of a, um, a strange look, specifically at Mr. Shoemaker. So it's it's Elizabeth who asks the question after a little while. She says, uh, she says I couldn't detect anything about you. So I actually don't know what question I would ask you. Goddamn. 
there's there's something that's like pressing inside of my head that's like how and why and maybe she's just too disoriented to ask the question correctly um so it's more like uh more like she's just kind of trying to figure out how this all happened and she goes um i was so careful why would this happen to me going to be someone out there that's stronger to put you in your place. You mention uh, someone stronger and you see her remember something and she says uh, I hope that you are the strongest magic user that I'll ever meet. Uh, do you have any questions for her? What was your purpose behind deciding this attraction? Hmm. Roll me a plus charm to see how well these questions go. This isn't going to be for each question. I'm using a luck point. Okay. All right. Whee! <laughs> I'm, I'm not rolling a five on a charm that's going to get me answers. <laughs> you know, if it were just Margaret asking the questions, or if it were just Mr. Shoemaker asking the questions. Maybe she wouldn't feel as compelled to tell the truth as she does. But it's both. But her nose just stopped bleeding. Uh, and she is frozen to the ground. <laughs> um, says, I created a, a battery on this island of sorts that holds on to uh, energy. Um, everyone has their different ideas of what energy is the strongest. I consider my type of energy to be rather niche and specific, and I found that the more specific that energy is, the stronger uh, it becomes and the easier I can utilize it. Uh, the dragon part is so that when inevitably things got suspicious, every once in a while, that tension that mm -hmm. couldn't be built up in the battery, it, it would seep out. It would seep out, and I wasn't sure what to do with it at first until I realized that it would, uh, it would wake up my mother every once in a while. I remembered that in her heyday, she was quite a powerful battler of other dragons. So the idea is that after a certain amount of time with that battery being powered up, that same energy disturbed my mother enough that eventually she would wake up and kill almost everyone on the island, with the exception of my own bloodline. And then the cycle would repeat itself. Obviously I didn't do that every time. Uh, that would be very suspicious, but I think the question that uh, Margaret kind of wants to ask is why does the magic that powers you disturb your mother so much 
Uh, and I think it's Elizabeth that's going to say because my mother is a coward. I brought the magic of my family and the potential that was there to its highest peak while my mother was asleep. And to this day, I have still not gotten recognition for it. People can call what I did evil, but they can't call it incompetent. For the most part. And, I mean, to be fair as well, um, it's not like the, the magic in this island has disappeared. The dragon just went back to sleep. Nothing has inherently been fixed about this island. And if there's a battery, that means that all of the magic you've been sensing is the excess. I think it's time to go blow up the battery. I will give you the opportunity to uh, completely drain it of its energy, but it will inevitably come back, similar to the dragon spirit of Dormammu, who potentially 14 to 24 years in the future. Okay. In return, I'll put Shoemaker lore in the future mysteries. Do it. You are I'll a great... I'll let you study it for the rest of your life. Yes, yeah, Shoemaker, you were a great cobbler. There's your lore. <laughs> well, no, so the idea would be, um, maybe he doesn't take the battery with him, but you do study it for the, the rest uh, of your time on the material plane, and then any material that would be helpful to the hunters is like a good chance, uh, more than 50% chance, that it's something you wrote. Or had something to do with. Um, so, you want to try and find the battery? Yeah. Okay. Margaret also hears her talk about the battery. Says, uh, okay, so where is it? Uh, and Elizabeth's like, oh, I'm not, I'm not that dumb. She's a dum-dum, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, she is. Yes, she is. This little baby just like squealing just a little bit. Let's see. Maybe a little petty about holding her up by the scruff of her neck. Maybe just a little. Maybe just a little petty. Maybe just a little bit. So, I'm a little petty. Margaret broke her nose. <laughs> we are not the same. We are not the same. Um. Where would a giant energy battery be? A giant energy battery that feeds off of unspoken tension. I have a great idea. I only had this idea because of meta knowledge. I can do it. I can figure it out somehow. Okay, so the way this is going to work, Elizabeth is going to go silent again. You're not going to be able to get anything else out of her. But nothing seems to be breaking down. And you guys have one more day on the island till the charter buses come back. Charter buses. Uh, until the boats come back. <laughs> With buses. They're coming over the water. This is a crazy world. Yeah. So I'm going to have a group investigate a mystery roll. 
Ten from me, Chief. That's eleven. Did you pass? I got a mix. Alright, we got a mix and two passes, Katie. A mix and two passes. That's above average. Oh yeah. That's two times better than what I usually do. <laughs> Take that as you will. <laughs> um. So. I feel like. You both notice it in different ways, probably because Shoemaker, you've got you've got your wits about you, and you know Margaret seems to be a decent enough person. Uh, Scott's behavior has not—you uh, want to say improved, but that's not quite the word. So, uh, Shoemaker, you've been keeping an extra eye on Scott. Every time he has suspicious behavior, and even sometimes when he has positive interactions, um, you see now that when that excess energy uh, had been building up, it had been hard to see exactly where it was going other than the ground. And ground's a pretty good place to check. So uh, now that that excess energy is not being built upon as much anymore, and it's kind of dispersing, some of it is still going down. It's more idle, it's less active, like hungry pulling in, um, but something's still pulling in. So when you see some of that energy come off of Scott, it moves in a specific direction now, if only because you can see it better. It's not as cloudy. Uh, Lucy, same thing. Fuck you, Scott. <laughs> it's not that you can see the magic. But you've been keeping an eye on specifically Margaret. Um, but mostly she's been in her own head. She's been kind of she's been kind of quiet. And she's also been like attempting to just get a moment of like peace, even even though we're all trying to look for things. So it's very conflicting. I get it. You just you just say that at some point. I partially get it. All the negative emotions and such that people have been feeling have literally been feeding into that gem that was broken. It depends on who you say that around, honestly. Margaret. <laughs> she says, um, well, I mean, I know everyone's nervous, but not all, like, it hasn't all been bad. No, but the gem's broken now, too. Hmm. Besides... Have you been able to do any magic since we got here? Well, no, I. but I've... She just, like, she just kind of scratches her hair a little bit. She just, also, I've, I've been distracted. That's how it goes. I also think somehow this island is messing with people's emotions as well. Hmm. Maybe the maybe the ritual or battery or whatever it was you were talking about. I don't know. I was playing with the baby. Uh, <laughs> is also having the effect of making people's negative emotions amplify. Hmm. Um, Thus, maybe it's both magic and negative emotions feeding into the ritual. Hmm. That's not a bad idea. Right, Isabel? <laughs> um. <laughs> she didn't know what to do with her. You've just been caring for this whole time. Make sure the child is loved. Can do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never letting her go. Um. That's why she's been in her human form since they got back. <laughs> so, you guys find the gem. Funny enough, it's small. Back where those cliffs were, 
the same vision doesn't happen for you, Mr. Shoemaker. Um, but when you go back, you go to look down again, and it's got that regular short drop. And you can feel it a lot easier now because there is not so much excess energy in the air. But right underneath a little jut out of rock, you pluck a chunk from underneath one of the rocks. Uh, and even as a rock itself, it felt like a completely different density and makeup than the rest of the rock around it. Um, but it separates very easily. And it, although it has a limestone consistency, it is also dark like slate. It's almost like a volcanic rock. It's warm and it glows a bright purple. It's also, if you're looking at it correctly, in the shape of a human heart, but um, I would say, Lucy, you probably uh, take care of the baby, and you also, uh, uh, oh, that's right, um, Scott comes over to talk to you at some point, just with, just you, uh, and Isabel. And Isabella, yeah, that's fair. No shoemaker, no Margaret. Um, he says, um, hey, I know I promised you a favor. And I just wanted to see if there was anything uh, that I could uh, like help you with or something. Man's been a little jumpy. What's up with you? Oh, I, I'm just eager to get off the island. I noticed that, but that's not it. That's not only it, is it? I've been around you a while, Scott. Hey, listen, I'm just trying to offer some help. Like, I, like, I know, like, you've been trying to take care of the kid, and, you know, I'm probably going to need to know how to do that. Why? No reason. It just, it's a good idea, you know? Eventually want kids in the future. He's just like, it's probably in the cards for me. How far in the future, Scott, are you planning on this happening? Roll me a plus shark. <laughs> she asked an interesting question. I don't care. <laughs> what does that mean? Does that mean you're okay it taking mean, the failure? No, it means I'm so willing to just fuck with him. I'm going to use my only token on this. I don't want to use my last luck point yet. Okay. All right. I'll let. I'll allow it. Okay. Because <laughs> I end up getting a five. <laughs> I want to see. But Scott. you want to know. I want to know. <laughs> okay. All right. Because I'm either so, gonna mock him or be nice to him. I need to know which I need to be. You don't know what specifically, uh, because you know body language can only go so far. But yeah. you caught the man. He does not know how to respond, and that's probably the worst way to respond in a situation like this. Uh, and uh, it's probably right around that time that I'm going to say Mr. Shoemaker comes back with the rock. So when Mr. Shoemaker comes over, silence. And the baby, who has been constantly just playing with your hair and robes. The robes are an incredible texture. Satin is amazing. Um, it's the one really expensive thing she asked for Margaret. 
it's worth it. Sensory wise, it's the best. Uh, <laughs> and it's it's almost as pretty as that dress that's in the suitcase. <laughs> Not yet. She's <laughs> gonna put it back in the closet. <laughs> and then we can play with it. But she can't know. <laughs> Retroactively, if Lucy ever comes back, <laughs> this is going to be a very fun set of interactions. <laughs> Scott, you got old. <laughs> what happened? Steel issue. What happened? Your face is all wrinkly. Do you not moisturize? <laughs> Why are you so old and ugly? <laughs> yeah, it's when he comes up with the volcanic rock that there is that silence and uh, you get to see the rock lucy and so does scott and he says uh oh is that like the key to something or hang on mr shoemaker we were in the middle of a conversation hold on hold on we gotta we gotta help people gotta solve the mystery the battery isn't going anywhere is that the battery it's kind of small also mr shoemaker it is very heavy for porous rock (laughs) that would make sense I just thought of a thing that would make Mr. Shoemaker an asshole, but I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. I'm going to throw it at Scott. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I'm taking it back. I'm going to hand toss it. Okay. Right. I've got it. My wrist breaks. Hand goes to the ground. Yeah, so he, um, he catches it uh, and like almost drops. He's like, Jesus Christ, that's heavy. He says, uh, so... Uh, what do we do with it? I mean, I could study it. Since your magic isn't affected by it, I think it's one of the best. After all, we don't know if it actually is affected by magic, but Scott probably can't do anything. Margaret can't do anything. I'm not used to that, so. And I'm busy in my own way. Oh, boy. If, if this is, if this has been collecting a lot of energy, is it safe to leave like this? It looks kind of, uh. Hey. Scott just turns it around in his hand. He's like, "Hey, Scott, uh, active." Yeah, Scott, could you put that down? I just realized something. Did she ever say if that thing had a limit or what happens when it reaches it? I have no idea. It does Will it feel, blow up? It does feel kind of nice to hold, though. Like it, it was heavy. Um, Mister immediately going to <laughs> Yeah, the the only thing that Scott mentions is that he had actually felt like kind of stressed himself and holding the rock after a, a, a short period of time seemed to have calmed him down taken tension off of his shoulders a little bit you should let Margaret hold on to that whole moment I don't I don't know if well you know what I don't know anything about magic yeah you should let Margaret hold on to that whole moment I think that would be a bad idea why it seemed to relax Scott <laughs> she, she's gonna look at him and turn her face into Margaret's for a moment oh, you're not Christ. thinking about oh. the future anymore oh. right <laughs> Oh, God. It, you know what? Funny enough, you do that, and you think, like, oh, this is going to be, like, a funny kind of, like, shock reaction. Um, For one moment, he looks a little guilty. Her face goes back to normal. Hey, Shoemaker. Can we switch items for one second? I need to talk to Scott now, and I want the baby to hear. Mr. Shoemaker's going to start walking away. Eh, all right, good enough. 
I'm still decent with magic, so. Yeah. I'm going to try to put the baby to sleep. Not for long, but for a little bit. Okay. I wasn't sure if you are going to put her down somewhere. <laughs> like, put her in, like, wherever she's sleeping now. In her room. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. I, I forgot. I'm going to put the baby down for a moment. Okay. She's um, then going to look towards Scott with a very serious expression. Okay. What did you do? And this is no longer me asking. No, I, I understand. Listen. Obviously, you know I don't want to hurt anyone. I'm aware. This is something I had planned on talking to her about today. And it's very important. And I'm trying to take it as seriously as possible. And I know she already had things she wanted to talk about before we left the island. I was going to ask... Uh, because you are worried about me hurting Margaret, and the last thing I want to do is hurt her. But I do need to talk to her on her own, and I was not about to ask for another favor, but it turns out I am. I just need ten minutes before we go on the boats to leave to the island. To leave off. To go back to mainland. Alright. In that case, here's what my favor is going to be, and it's a very simple one. Should things go horribly, never make an advance on Margaret again. <laughs> Got it? Uh, I, I, I understand. He's super white. <laughs> if you do, I'm going to air dry your skeleton. Um, okay. Now, the other thing, hmm. for the other favor, where do you, do you know how to get diapers? Or in some way how to make them or something? Um, I can definitely figure it out. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't think it'll be too hard to get them in. Good, those I are my two favors. Okay, alright, I'll... Call to make sure some get uh, brought in for some of the boats as well. Good. In that case, yes, you can have your ten minutes. Okay. All right. We're gonna fast forward. <laughs> now, he said, just needs ten minutes, essentially of no interruptions. Do you tell Mr. Shoemaker? Oh, I will. And. Um, Are you guys going to try and listen in? <laughs> definitely. All right, let's the go. Deal was, the deal was no interruptions. The and deal. as long as he can adhere to that too, I would appreciate it. I mean, he's obviously not going to interrupt. He just wants to eavesdrop. Okay. And it, it, makes him, it makes him feel young. <laughs> I understand that, young guy. <laughs> you're, you're still at that age. No. Old. What am I? Uh, I'm not a human, so I wouldn't worry about that. So all I right. guess my only question is, uh, before this all starts, do you talk to Margaret at all, Lucy? What would I say? Yeah, that's fair. It just, it's okay. It's, Isabel needs looked after. If anything, if anything, I simply try to use Isabel to make it feel a little bit better. Yeah. 
Oh, you look how cute she is. Squish your cheeks. You know what's kind of funny is like Margaret's been nervous and she's been on edge, but she hasn't been like, okay. She was really upset when you got taken. That was probably the most upset she got. She peaked. And <laughs> that moment. she is the most on edge. But it hasn't all been negative. Yeah. Some of it has been just an in general kind of like energy. Um, and as it gets closer and closer to the end of the island, there's some uncertainty. But it's, it's just, you know, it's how it goes. It's got too much high blood pressure. At least she didn't fight Clint again. So, it's evening. The boats are coming in. Yep. Um, some of the first boats are going to leave for the, for the day, um, though they are not the last boats. And you get the chance to hear, it's a small exchange, smaller than you expect. Um, ten minutes weren't even necessary. <laughs> ten minutes were not even necessary, because a lot of what it is, is it's a lot of just like... Almost a relaxed silence. That's good. For Margaret. That's a little less good for Scott. That's a little less good for Scott. It's okay. It's hard to see, though. Like, it's more of a, of a natural, like, you're all trying to hear in. Even um, if it's horrible for Scott. Yeah. As long as Margaret feels okay. Yeah. Then Scott's life will be fine. <laughs> <laughs> and, um... It's a conversation that kind of goes very similar to Margaret saying, hey, I think we do actually need to talk about this. And Scott's like, yeah. Um, he says, um, I think it's probably going to be better if I start. And Margaret's like, are, are you sure? Because I'm more comfortable. He's like, no, uh, it, it's got to start with me. Um... Uh, and Margaret's like, well, okay, but just, just to get it out there, you know everything's gonna be okay between us if something happens. And he's like, yeah, no, I, I, I know that you're, you're a good person. I'm not, you know, I'm not worried about that. She says, okay, all right, well, um, what this looks like, uh, is uh, he just kind of uh, gathers himself up a little bit uh, and she looks very nervous and she says, um, I'm sorry, I know I know you're gonna say something just really fast just one more time. Um, you know that we're always gonna be like some form of friends. He's like, no, I know that's what you were trying to say. Um, and then there's that second. Uh, and he goes, so, I got a letter earlier today, and she's like, okay, he says, um, and it, it had some information on it that I, I wasn't expecting that I wanted you to know, uh, and she's like, you're not going anywhere, are you? They're not transferring you out, like they said, they said they wouldn't. Um, and, and he, uh, says, uh, no, it, it's, it, it's, it's less about a transfer and more about, she's like, no, like, I told them they couldn't do this. Mm. I, we work better like this. Like, this is, this is like when they asked me to be the director, it just, it wouldn't, it wouldn't work. I can't work at this job without you. And he's like, no, it, so the problem is I 
I got someone pregnant. Uh, and they're asking me to come back to where they are to marry them. It's just a very, very small, you can hear it, you can all hear it, just her go, what? And that's the end of the session. <laughs> and then I assume Scott is found dead in Miami tomorrow. No, he just frozen in place for a little bit. I left, the, I left the storm because the boats left without him. Because there's, <laughs> because there's fifteen years of time in between these like time time periods, anything could have happened right after. <laughs>